when you're up against a hostile room of people who don't want to be there, you need real strategies that get results. Welcome to From Hostage to Hero, the show that gives you practical advice you can use right now in the courtroom, boardroom, or classroom. Learn how to move your unwilling audience to one that is invested in what you're saying, eager to participate, and engaged in the process. Learn from the attorney whisperer herself, your host, Sari Delamont. Alrighty, hello everybody, and welcome to another episode of From Hostage to Hero. I've had a request from the From Hostage to Hero Facebook group members, a member, Chris, you know who you are, to podcast on this concept of how to form a group on Zoom slash if you don't have any wadir at all. Uh, because obviously this is the world that we are living in now and this is difficult, is it not? <laughs> so if you've been following my work uh, at all, you know that group formation is the foundation of nearly everything I do in terms of the Wadir work. And so those of you who don't have Wadir, I pity you. Like, <laughs> how do you do drought? We're going to talk about that today, actually. Um, because I love group work. I love Wadir. I love jury selection. That's just my jam. That's where I function. That's I love it. And uh, I love playing with that and how to form the groups and finding the leaders and the liaisons and the outliers and the bullies and what to do with them and how to play with that. And it's just a great, fun, wonderful thing. And it's, it's also very high level, right? So it's not something that you need to feel bad about that you're like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Sorry. And how do you do all these things? Listen, in terms of nonverbal intelligence, we're always starting with awareness first of who you are and how you're communicating, then awareness of what other people are communicating, and then adapting based on what those people need. And then if we ever get there, awareness and adaptability with groups, that's really the top level. So first it's you, then it's you with someone else, and then it's you with groups. So don't feel bad if you haven't gotten here yet or you're working on it and still confusing. It's, it's, it's a big deal. It's a big deal to understand how groups operate and, and what they need and how to work with that. That said, let's talk about these two things that Chris asked me to talk about. One is how do you form groups on Zoom? Okay, so two separate things that and how do you do it when you don't have Wadir at all? So Zoom is harder, obviously, but when you go back, and I can't remember what episode it is, but I said there's one thing that groups need to form. Here's what it is. It's interaction. It's interaction. They need to interact with each other. So on Zoom, that's much more difficult because they can't literally make eye contact with each other. But if it is allowed for you to do panel type voir dire, uh, where you can throw a question out to the group or you can have a juror speak to another juror, do it. So don't don't waste the opportunity to say, so juror number seven, is what you're saying very similar to what number eight is saying? Uh, and then maybe say, hey, can you clarify again for this juror? And just try to make those connections between the two jurors. The other thing that you want to do on Zoom, if you have, again, one is to create connection between jurors. If it's what you're saying any different, that's just what we do in the courtroom as well. Um, obviously, you don't have the gestures and the getting them to look at each other, but at least they can all see each other. That's the nice benefit on Zoom, especially if you have or you're in the Zoom meeting, uh, whereas in court, they're all looking forward and they don't see each other, they see you, and you have to use the nonverbals to try to get them to look at each other. Here, at least, they can see faces as they are talking. That's actually in your favor, okay? 
You can also do things like treat Zoom as a group activity, just again, like we would do in the courtroom. So instead of saying, you know, asking individual jurors, we throw questions out to the group and then narrow down to an individual juror. So we say, who here has ever, or has anyone in this group had this experience or who here would like to talk to, right? So we start, we, we use the group question and then allow them to self-select and then we call on the individual jurors and then we start making the connections. Again, totally similar to what we're doing in actual court. We're just now on Zoom. I think when you get on Zoom, you guys get all freaked out like, oh my God, how's this going to work? Well, it works pretty much the same. I mean, it's obviously very different in terms of we're not physically together, but you can still do the same things. Make connections between jurors, throw out questions to the group, have people self-select, make more connections, so on and so forth. Uh, you also notice that I'm using group words. Anyone in this group, how does this group feel about? So this group seems to, to think that, okay, so notice how I'm forming them with my language as well. Now, Chris had an interesting situation where he said, we're going to be on Zoom, but it's just jurors one by one. So how do you form the group there? And so my answer to that is you don't. Because there's no interaction between jurors, there's no group formation that can be had, at least in the voir dire process. So now we're left with the question of what do you do if you don't have voir dire, at least traditional voir dire, um, slash you don't have voir dire in, in your jurisdiction, for those of you who don't have voir dire normally. So here's what I want you to think about. In Chris's scenario, he could do this. So he could say, you know, I was really struck by how so many people in this group, notice how he's using the words this group, said the same things, like, and then he could name them, or cared about the same things, like, and then he could name it. Of course, he'd have to be doing an issue-oriented voir dire so that we were all talking about the same concepts because here again is if you go in with the hobby question, everybody has different hobbies, there's no way to connect them. So you've got to have some kind of issue that you are talking about, that you're asking the same types of questions that can go across the board. And then the group starts to hear how many of them are similar or care about the same things. Now, you're not going to get a strong of a group formation and opening ever in any scenario where you don't have Wadir to form the group. Why? Because they need interaction and you just simply don't have it. I mean, there's no magic here. There's no formula. That says, here's how you form a group in opening when they can't look or talk to each other. It just doesn't happen, at least not the way that I'm, I'm talking about group formation, okay? So there's no magic formula here, but he can do things like that. Now, one of the things that are really important, if you think about what's happening in our world right now, we're thinking about, you know, uh, the Black Lives Matter movement or all of the, the um, protests or people coming together, is that group formation also does happen, around common themes and principles that people believe in. So if you are forced in a situation like Chris's, where he's listening to all these different jurors, if he starts to find a common theme, he absolutely wants to use that and play with that in opening. And he can do that just like I said. I've heard from so many of you about X, right? And start to, and then they start to go, oh, we're all here and we, we believe X is wrong or we believe Y should be uh, corrected or we believe Z happened or whatever it might be or that Z is a problem in this in community so he can start and this is really where most of his power lies and all of the you are up against this problem is rallying around getting jurors to rally around 
a principle. Now, whether they have or not, we can't read non-verbally because all we're doing is one-sided communication. That's why it's so limited when you don't have Wadir in either federal court or in your state or now with Zoom, which is why I think so many of you are fighting to stop this. And I, I will, I'm going to say I'm with you. I'm totally with you because I think we lose justice when we put everything online. Is it uh, convenient? Yes. Yes, it is. For jurors, it does release them from some of their hostageness, but we lose so much else that I don't believe that gain in terms of a juror's hostageness is worth it. And so if you're wondering what my thoughts were on it, there it is. I suggest, even though it cost me business, because we're not in trial right now, right? So this is a problem. But I still believe that it is not the way through is to put everything online because we lose so much of this interaction that I think is hugely important to find out what jurors believe and form them into groups that want to see that forward. But again, for those of you who don't have Wadir or are forced in a situation like Chris's, uh, you can form them as best you can by finding the theme that is relevant in your case. Now, if you don't know how to find the theme or the principle in your case, go and listen to the episode, um, Your Case is Never About Your Client. It talks about how to find the principle in your case. And that there are principles there that you wouldn't even have to voir dire jurors to know that as humans, we believe in these very principled things. And as long as you can connect that with your case, you're ahead of the game. Now, what I want to leave you with, though, is as much as I love group formation, as much as I think it is so important and helps you in cases and helps this go better, you don't absolutely need it. So I want you to release yourself from, oh my God, if I can't form the group, I'm going to lose. No, that's not the case. We want to form the group because it creates safety for the group and it allows you to do so many other things when you're not constantly having to create safety for the group, which is the, number, the first step in the From Hostage to Hero Method, uh, introduce safety. It frees you up in so many ways. It, it, um, it, it's a group activity in the back verdict room. So it teaches the jurors how to work together um, when you form them in a group. It, it, it does so many things for you, but you don't absolutely need it. We know this, those of you who go to federal court. And I mean, we, we, we can't in many cases voidir them there. So what you really need is to have the winning story and overcome any juror objections about how money can help. And so you need to clearly communicate not only that you have the story that makes the most sense, but that money can fix this problem or help it, or at least balance the scales. Those are really what wins cases. I mean, those are the two big things. Jurors want to know what's the right side and how is money going to fix any of this? If you can answer those questions satisfactorily, and in addition, at make it about them and, and all the other things I've talked about in my podcast, then you can get away without, without forming the group. Does forming the group make things easier? Hell yeah. But I don't want you to like crucify yourself trying to find some magic way to form the group when it's just not possible in some situations and then in those cases just focus on showing up totally and fully this is why storytelling is so important that you really show up there in a big real way and bring the story to life and do a great teaching section and show the jury what should have happened and then contrast it with what did happen deal with their objections show them how money can help 
deal with their objections is in the challenges section. Show them how money can help. That is really what you need, my friends. Does group formation help? Yes. But don't get too caught up in it that it's the be all end all. It's not. It's not. You can still do this. That said, let's keep fighting to have Wadir, if you don't have it in your state, let's try to get it in your state and to keep it off Zoom. We're doing the best we can and you can form groups on, on Zoom. Just have them interacting as much as possible. Stop treating it like individual interrogations. It's boring for everybody else. Create a group activity. What does the group think? How do you all think about this? Let them self-select. Can Make those connections. You can do it. But if you can't, if you're prohibited, don't worry so much about it. That's my message. Okay, talk soon. That's it for this episode of From Hostage to Hero. But head to our website, sorrydlm.com, for other must-have resources from Sorry Delamart. Read the transcript of this podcast, watch trial tip videos, or download your free copy of Sorry's article, Why Jurors Hate the Hobby Question. We're glad you joined us today, and until next time, remember that to lead a hostage to freedom, you must first free yourself.